travel tips mark arnold who shares 25 years of knowledge and experience in the field of health and fitness developed effective principles and guidelines to especially help business travelers performing at their best mark traveling more than 250 days a year himself decided to share his know-how so that globe trotters and jet setters get to become fit for travel. Even before they start their journey, Arnold's exclusive travel tips will help you to be perfectly prepared for your next trip to Zurich. Find out more how to keep on track. Let me listen to him. Have you ever arrived from long travels thinking how nice it would be just as good as you did before you started the travels? Today we will be learning from one of the best of this field. We will be talking to Mark Arnold, who is a performance coach for Formula One Champions. Mark has been working in Formula One for 26 years, during which time he has traveled over 40 days right here. He will be sharing with us his top tips and how to travel like a pro. Hello, Mark. Hello, how are your travels? Yes, very good. Thanks for following your tips. <laughs> very welcome. Um, Alright, let's talk a little bit about how you travel in Formula One. Hmm. Because obviously the sport involves enormous amount of travel. So you've got about 23, 24 races a year, and I think about half of them are long haul. Yep. So you go all the way from Australia to Mexico and Japan, Brazil, Abu Dhabi, everything in between. First... Uh, Mr. Mark Arnold, who is a personality, I want to tell you that Abu Dhabi, Japan, Brazil, many countries, experience First of all, what's your favorite and what's your least favorite race to go to? Favorite, least favorite. I like Australia as a race. Um, I'm not so keen on Europe. Okay. <laughs> so you are choosing the ones which already involve a lot of exactly, travel yeah, and so. time zone differences. So it means you can handle it well. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about how you prepare for the travel. So the calendar has been announced. Um, how early do you start planning those flights? As, as soon as we know the calendar, as soon as we know we're staying in Formula 1, I book everything as soon as I can. So I go through the whole calendar for the long-haul flights, try and book the best planes that we can get on, so the newer planes make a difference. Um, I try and make sure that we have the direct routes booked, because if you wait too long, the direct options tend to disappear and you're left with stopovers, which they're just a little bit more challenging to plan with jet lag. And you mentioned about the planes. Why is the plane so important for travel? The newer planes have got a different material they're made of, so they allow a slightly higher level of humidity in the cabin and a slightly lower altitude level, both of which make a difference to how you feel when you get to the other end. So what's your favorite plane to go in? Oh, if I can name two, Boeing Dreamliner, Airbus A350. Okay, all right. So let's say you've got now your flight yeah. scheduled. 
Um, in the lead up to the travel, how many days in advance you, do you really start the preparation? Normally around five. So uh, five days beforehand, we start shifting the time a little bit. So maybe one to two hours, depending on the direction we're traveling in. Either go to bed two hours later, get up two hours later. So long as you can religiously stick to that, it's fine. A lot of people can't, and I understand that it's not feasible, but we do that. We focus a lot on the immune system, so that's more of an all-round thing, but leading up to long-haul flights, we want to make sure the, uh, the immune system is as strong as possible. And uh, the other thing we do, obviously, in Formula One, we train a lot with the drivers, and the intensity can be quite high. So one of the things we do is intense training has a negative effect on the immune system. We taper down the intensity of the training, uh, so for three days before we fly, the intensity will be quite low. Okay. Now you mentioned about traveling east or west. Which one is your favorite? East is a beast. West is best. Definitely west. So there is a real clear rule for which way it's easier to go for, for jet sure, Yeah, absolutely. From my side anyway, the, the experience of pretty much everyone I've spoken to. Okay, all right. So now on the actual travel day, um, when you go to the airport, you go to the plane, do you have any routines that you do that help you to, to travel healthy? Um, yeah, I think being organized and well rested before you actually travel is really important. So uh, that's one thing. The hydration side of things, again, we focus on hydration like Formula One in general, but the hydration on the planes is important. So making sure you're fully hydrated, getting to the airport itself, um, looking at where the bugs are bacteria are living so uh, the tray tables going through security um, there's a lot of bugs there so my advice would be just to pack as much as you can into your actual bag the laptop probably has to come out but um, just be aware that's where a lot of the bugs are so maybe wipe down the laptop afterwards wash your hands and you just say in the plane the same thing plane the same thing so when i get onto the plane itself uh, the area that i'm if you like living in for however many hours I'm there, I would clean all of that. So now with the wipes and the hand gels, it's quite a lot easier than it was in the past. But just cleaning the belt buckles, the tray table, the screen, the armrests, make sure then that your little area is clean as possible. The other thing I do, which I find really important, is making sure I set my watch or clock um, to the destination time zones. So you're aware of the, the time zone you're moving to. So what about in relation to food and drinks? That's um, for a lot of people a big important, enjoyable part of the travels. Um, what advice would you have in that? Yeah, food and drinks, it's, uh, it's an interesting topic and it can make a big difference. If drinks, if we just focus on that, um, drinking anything in terms of alcohol, coffee, tea, it's diuretics. Uh, it will have a negative effect on the hydration side of things, which we're trying to avoid. If you are going to have tea, coffee, alcohol, drink more water to compensate for it. Uh, I think a big thing with the food and drink in general is if you're going to have a food and drink in a lounge, be aware what time it is in your destination. If you're tucking into a steak, having a couple of red wines when it would be breakfast, it's going to be harder to shift into your destination time zone. So this is why we sometimes see in the lounges people having champagne at six in the morning. They are it exactly adjusting yeah, the destination. That will be their excuse. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> what about food? Anything with food in particular that you'd advise? Yeah. Okay. So for me and what I found most successful in all of the years I've been traveling and I've tried pretty much everything. I find fasting on the flights by far the best way to for me to get rid of jet lag and for most people I've given this sort of program to, they've found the same thing. It's not so super easy, but um, but by not eating on the plane and for fasting for a certain period of time um, helps reduce a lot of the effects of jet lag. 
the other positive effect it has, if you like, is people struggle at altitude to, to digest food properly. So they get a lot of bloating, they get constipation, and the airplane food doesn't tend to be the most nutritious of food. So by avoiding all of that, you also avoid all of these other issues. Um, what about then when you arrive to the new destination? What's the first thing that you do? Uh, there's a couple. I mean, following this whole uh, hydration thing through is important. The immune system work doesn't really stop. Um, that is just as important. We're in a new country, new bugs, new bacteria. Um, working through a program just to unwind our body from the travel is important. So uh, we we'll go to the hotel and work on a combination of flexibility and mobility work just to get the body a little bit looser before we get into the training program in the following days. So this is so similar to the program that you created for the hotel list as well? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so with all this experience you've had in Formula One and traveling, what would you say is your top tip or the most important thing that a traveler can I think number one, keeping simple. There are so many different jet so lag plans really out there that are quite complex. I think the complexity makes people not keep simple. Keep yourself simple. मतलब ना आपको simple रखें साधारण रखें. Keeping things simple for me is is one of the biggest things. सबसे बड़ी चीज मानी जा रही है उनके मुताबिक. So the more of these things you do, the better the plane makes a difference. Adjusting the time a little bit makes a difference. And fasting on the flight makes a difference. Hydrating makes a difference. If you can't do all of them, just do as many as you can. Great. Thank you very much for your insights, Mark. It's been interesting, and uh, I wish you a pleasant next World Cup flight. Thank you very much.